Hey everybody, how's it going? This is Dallas. Now, for this episode, we're doing something slightly different. We put together a list of questions that Paige and I answered together. Now, as we so often do, we ended up talking quite a lot longer than either of us anticipated. So, I have made the executive decision to split the recording as close to the middle as I can, and it will be released as two far shorter, more digestible episodes. So, if the end feels a bit abrupt today, tune in next week for the second half. Alright, here we go! Alright, we're back. Um, this time after a much shorter break than normal. Um, usually, I'm, I'm claiming that we're going to have another episode up within days and then months later. Um, I'm finally uh, making good on my promises. Um, but yeah, so, uh, today's episode, we were uh, wanting to try something uh, really different. Um, and uh, yeah, so just to, to get right into it, um, we have a list of questions that uh, are just about movies in general, um, just to kind of talk about, you know, instead of critiquing one movie, uh, this episode, we're just going to be talking about the movies we love, the movies we hate, um, and like the different aspects of uh, movies that <clears throat> uh, stand out to us. Um, to get for... to know us through movies edition. Yeah, exactly. Um, and, uh, you know, if, if at the end of the episode uh, any of you guys are like, oh man, that was such a great episode, but I wish they'd answered this question or that, um, feel free to uh, message us on on Instagram or, um, you know, reach out in whatever way possible. Um, but, uh, yeah, so, um, I, I think that's, that's all the, uh, intro I have. Um, so to just get right into it. Um, first question we have movie that I hate. Um, do you have any that, uh, spring to mind immediately? I do. Um, so one movie that we walked out of and could never finish, Ooh, uh, oh. Happy Time Murders. Yeah, yeah, uh, I, that was not on my radar. I forgot about that, but yeah, that sucked ass. So I will admit, I haven't seen the whole thing, but I hated what I did see. Yeah, and, and for me, I, I feel very strongly that like if someone's going to bash on a movie or just like rip into it, you need to have seen the whole thing. You need to have seen it beginning to end. If someone's like, that movie sucked. I didn't make it past the first, like, 20 minutes. Then you haven't seen most of the movie. Happy Time Murders was the first time I'd ever gotten, like, halfway through a movie. And I was like, even if this suddenly becomes Goodfellas or Braveheart, like, if this suddenly becomes one of the greatest movies of all time, this has a painfully bad first hour or so. Like, I was more than willing to walk out of that theater, actually. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that one was terrible. What is a movie you hate? Ooh, so What's many. on your list? So, so many. Um, I mean, there's there's a question coming up that uh, I kind of want to save some of them for. Um, but uh, one that, like, springs to mind really quickly is, uh, oh, my gosh. I think the official title was Birds of Prey and the emancipation or the fantabulous emancipation of one harley quinn or something like that um I yeah that movie that sucked movie. yeah and like you didn't like it i hated it there were things about that movie like i was so excited for black mask and to see ewan mcgregor try 
Black Mask, and instead, Ewan McGregor just played uh, an asshole who puts on a mask that I guess is kind of similar to Black Masks, but he puts it on for like 10 minutes at the very end, and like puts it on, starts a fight, and then takes it off as soon as possible. Um, that pissed me off. Uh, at the time that it came out, I mean, for, for years now, um, I've always loved all of the um, like Bat Family, Batman, Nightwing, Red Robin, Red Robin, um, all those different characters, Red Hood, Batgirl, Black Bat. Um, and so for years now, I would love to see a movie that really takes on Cassandra Kane and her, her run as Batgirl, her run as Black Bat, all that stuff. She's such a, a dark, interesting character. Um, and so I start seeing these trailers for, for Birds of Prey and there's this like young Asian girl and I, I didn't think much of it. And then all of a sudden one of the trailers let me know that's Cassandra Kane. That sent me off the edge. It, it, like nothing about that character had anything to do with her comic book counterpart. Like there, there are so many times when it's like, well, they took creative liberties, they changed the story a bit, they tweaked it. Okay, fine. But if if you ever wanted to make like a Narnia movie and there's like a little like Kirby character running around, like just a little like pink puffball, and they're like, yeah, that's Aslan in this movie. Shut it down. Defund the movie. It's garbage. That's how I felt about Birds of Prey. If if you're calling that Cassandra Kane, you're starting out with nothing going for you. Um, <laughs> oh, so yeah, I just thought of was, another one that I hate. All right. Uh, I'm yeah, gonna I get. think I think I'm done with my tirade on just some of the things I hated <laughs> about Birds of Prey. So go ahead. I'm gonna get flack for this one, but Parasite. Okay. Oh yeah. my gosh. So we saw it mm-hmm. together, obviously. We walked out of that movie, and I remember us just bashing it the whole way home. Like, what the hell did we just see? This movie sucked. Like, what? What? And then the Oscars come around, and it takes every effing award. And it just pissed me off on a whole new level. Parasite's an interesting one for me, because, yeah, I I came out of it, and I was like, that was not a well thought through movie like there are like plot holes it it gets ridiculous at times it doesn't really know what genre it's going for and the more I talk to other people the more um and and this has happened from time to time they start pointing out details about it that I was like okay I guess I could I could see that that was pretty good things like that and uh, there were a few things that you know complete honesty it would take a second viewing for me to realize because I was not paying attention to certain pieces of cinematography things like that Um, but then one big thing I I mentioned to someone that um, the ending just felt so ridiculous and like it didn't fit with the rest of the movie and his response was pretty much yeah that's the point it's supposed to be ridiculous because in this day and age, the concept of someone in the lower middle class suddenly just like through hard work and cunning, pulling themselves out of that and, and making their way into like the upper middle class or upper class is ridiculous because of how difficult it is to make a way in this economy. Um, and that was kind of when the light bulb went off and I was like, I need to revisit this movie because if 
the ridiculous parts are meant to stand in juxtaposition to reality, um, that could be really interesting. So I feel like maybe I need to revisit Parasite. Um, but yeah, at, at first, uh, at first watch, I do remember neither of us liked that at all. Um, yeah. Um, also just so the, uh, the viewers know, um, there may be a lot of, uh, time spent in this episode, uh, where we are, uh, thinking through what we want our answers to be. Um, I haven't written anything down. It's all just kind of, I've, I've read the questions, thought through them, but, um, I may just be editing out huge portions of time where we're just, uh, thinking up our answers. Um, I wrote down answers. I don't know why you didn't. Because I suck. Um, oh, and also, uh, with this list, for all of these questions, it is not a, uh, what is the movie that you hate? It is um, a list in no particular <laughs> order, and it is one through however many you can think <laughs> of. Are there any other additional movies that you hate, or should we move on to our next question? Oof, um, other movies that I hate. Um, it's funny, there are also, like, movies that suck, but I wouldn't say that I hate them. Like, like, Morbius is bad. I wouldn't yes. say I hate Morbius. I would say I don't want to rewatch Morbius. <laughs> um, Kingsman 2. Oh, Kingsman that movie 2 sucked. sucked shit. I hated that movie. In fact, and this is another real tragedy... Um, I, I believe it's directed by the same guy that did uh, Kick-Ass. Kick-Ass 2, also a lump of shit. Like, and, and with both of those things, Kick-Ass 1 and Kingsman 1, awesome. Kick-Ass 2, Kingsman 2, both suck. Um, really, really sad about that. Um, I feel like I just recently... Oh, every Jurassic film after Jurassic Park 1. Like, yeah. Lost World. <laughs> Jurassic Park 3 is the only one I can kind of stomach because with that, they're not... It's got bad ideas. It's got some shit in there. But for the most part, it's just let's run away from dinosaurs, but they're not trying to claim that they're smarter than that. Mm -hmm. With Jurassic Park 2 and all three Jurassic Worlds, they're like, dude, we're so smart. Look at this idea. And then it's just a dumb idea, and it happens relentlessly, and it's disgusting, and people keep going because they're fun. If you want fun, go see a Fast and the Furious movie. Those are allowed to be stupid. But if we're just going to be shitting on the works of Michael Crichton, let's stop while we're behind. Um, so, yeah, I think with that, I'm ready to move on to question two. All right, question number two. What is a movie you think is overrated? I'm also going to get some flack for my answer on this one. So will I. My answer to a movie that I think is overrated is The Greatest Showman. Ooh, interesting. I enjoyed the movie. Mm -hmm. I thought it was good. But people jumped on this hype train for it and like made it into something way more than it actually was, in my opinion. Like, not a bad movie at all. But, like, why Why is there this random, like, over-hyping of it? Like, I don't get it. Yeah. I don't. Um, it's got a great cast, too. 
It does. You know, you've got yeah. Hugh Jackman. You've got uh, Zac Efron. Zac Efron, Zendaya. Um, I forget who plays the uh, opera singer, but the girl from uh, the latest couple Mission Impossibles. She's great. She's really, really good. Um, and uh, there's a few other um, actors and actresses in it that uh, put in some some really good um, performances. Um, but it's not the greatest movie ever. No, no. Um, I I think the concept that like kind of the the um, Godfather of uh, theatricality, um, making something bigger than it is for the uh, benefit of the audience, um, taking that story and then doing the same thing again, kind of upping what actually happened for the entertainment of the current audience, um, is, uh, was an interesting take. Um, but at the end of the day, there was a lot of, uh, glorification of a terrible man. Yeah. Um, and which, that was another thing. Like I, I came out of the movie like, wow, I had never really heard of P.T. Barnum. That was a really interesting, now I know it so much more about his life. And because of the hype that movie got, there suddenly was all those people that came out of the woodwork that were like, hey, if you just saw this movie and you think he's a good guy, here's what really happened. So all of a sudden, like, because of this one thing, everyone suddenly knew P.T. Barnum's name and knew to hate him. Um, but, uh, yeah, there is still the, um, you know, he, he brought forth a concept that we still um, utilize today. He just did it in the worst way possible. Yeah. Um, so what's a movie you think is an overrated? Underrated? Overrated. 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 I am going to take so much flack for this. I loathe. I think the movie Hook is terrible. I think Hook is shit. It's so bad. Like, and but here's the thing. Every time I say that, people always point at the ingredients as though that makes it great. Like, what? How can you not like it? It's got. Uh, it's directed by Steven Spielberg. It's scored by John Williams. It stars Robin frickin' Williams. Yeah, so it should be better. Dallas also believes himself to be the sole Peter Pan expert because he's named after Peter Pan. This isn't even, like, no. It's, like... Okay, yes, I I do, um, you know, he is uh, one of my namesakes, so I do... um, have uh, high expectations from Peter Pan. Even if I didn't have high expectations from Peter Pan, Hook falls flat, I swear to the gods above and the devils below, all of them. Um, it's, it's a bad film. So many concepts just like aren't thought through. Um, it takes fantasy it leans so heavily into the concept that it's make-believe that it confuses that with not needing to establish and follow your own rules, if that makes sense. Um, I haven't seen it recently enough to really oh God. follow. Yeah. Um, there, it's, it's just, it's not a fleshed-out world. It's, um, yeah, so many, like, I feel like, some of the worst Peter Pan adaptations 
fleshed out their version of Neverland far better than any moment of Hook ever did. Um, Rufio, I would say, is the one true shining point of that film. Am I just saying that because he went on to voice Prince Zuko and I love Avatar The Last Airbender to death? Eh, probably. Um, but yeah, Rufio is the one... Um, he feels like concept art that they drew it and then someone saw it and said, you got it right. Put that directly on the screen and don't change a thing. Um, yeah, Rufio is really, really cool. Everything else about Hook is just, it, it should be forgettable and no one will forget it. And every time I attack it, people are like, well, oh, it's nostalgic. That is, that's what my childhood was based on. I mean, it, everyone was born shitting their pants. We don't have fond memories of shit in pants. Grow up. Realize not everything about your childhood was great. Like, come on. I, yeah, so overrated. And I'm, I'm going to get attacked. I'm going to get crucified for that one. I'm going to get <laughs> keel-hauled. Bring it. Um, but yeah. On I, the other side of things, what's a movie you think is underrated? Do you have one that uh, springs to mind or that you've written down like a fancy person? Um, Ratatouille, I feel like, oh, is a yeah. very underrated Disney film. Yeah, I feel like anyone who's going to bring it up in conversation is going to say it as a, you know what, I love Ratatouille. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what overshadowed Ratatouille and its amazingness, but I feel like more people should recognize how great that movie is. Yeah. Um. And I, I feel like it came out at a time where Pixar, like, they weren't just throwing a movie out constantly. And so, and they were still young enough as a, as a production company that every time there was a new movie, it was like, oh, what's this new Pixar film? And every time it was a home run. Um, you know, the Toy Stories, Monsters, Inc., uh, uh, Finding Nemo. Um, and then Ratatouille just kind of like fell somewhere in there. And tragically, that was kind of the one that got forgotten. Um, and yeah, every time you rewatch it, it holds up. It's so good. Yeah. And and it's, um, I feel like it's, it's such a, um, like, universal and relatable story. Mm-hmm. Um Kind of it's similar. also beautifully animated. Yes. Yeah. Um, I would say it's f- kind of similar to the movie Chef. Um, oh, which, I love that movie. Yeah, if you haven't seen Chef... That's yeah, another yeah, underrated yeah, movie. Yeah. Um, which I, I wouldn't say it's as quite underrated as Ratatouille, because Ratatouille, I would say, is a movie that came out from a huge production company, Disney and Pixar. It got all of the necessary advertisement, and then just people forgot that it exists. Chef, on the other hand, was an indie film. So when I, when I find out that you know someone I know has never heard of it, understandable. A lot of people haven't heard of Chef, but the people who know about it have seen it. They all love it. Um, but uh, yeah, just just the concept of um, find what you love to do, figure out how you can do it 
and then put everything you have into it and you'll be successful because you're doing what you're good at in in a way that makes you happy like yeah that concept I, I feel like um if I took the time I could find that same message in a lot of things um but yeah chef and ratatouille feel like the two um that uh just something about cooking like that's that's mm-hmm. a good script to write yeah I, I love cooking I can cook well let's make a movie about uh cooking with passion um I feel like there's probably a lot of uh music movies with that same mm-hmm. gist um but uh yeah um as soon as you said that because it's a cgi animated movie um uh megamind for underrated yeah yeah megamind is one it came out i think within a year or so of despicable me and despicable totally me got, got overshadowed all the praise and and i feel like quite a few people at least saw megamind but immediately forgot about it Megamind is brilliant. It's so good. Megamind deserves sequels. Megamind has a dope cast. I think I saw something about them making a Megamind too. Yeah, interesting. Um, which at this point, I I kind of worry that it would be, it's like enough time has passed that making a sequel is more. Um, they're trying to boast to audiences that they were able to get everyone back. You know, almost yeah. like uh, uh, a lot of people really don't like the second Anchorman film, but they really um, leaned into the, yeah, everyone's coming back for Anchorman too. It's a big deal. Um, and then it came out and everyone was like, eh. Um, every once in a while, that goes well. Looking at you, Top Gun Maverick. Um, oh, so good. But uh, yeah, um, Megamind, if, if you haven't seen it, see it. If you have seen it but it's been a while and you can barely remember it revisit that shit it's so good it's so good and quotable it's so quotable um yeah um let's see other do you have any other underrated films okay um one underrated movie um that uh sports related um warrior do you remember warrior um Tom Hardy and the guy who plays Uncle Owen in episode three and the Obi-Wan series. Um, but uh, it's it's either MMA or um, uh, um, something like that. But it's uh, two brothers enter into this um, like extreme fighting competition. Um, and like one is just a powerhouse. And so he's training hard and he's just an animal. And the other one is trying to make ends meet and pretty much figures this is one of his last opportunities to, to figure something out for, for his family. Um, and it is so good. Really, really good. Um, you and I watched it together at some point And I remember like by the final couple fights, I'd already seen it and I was on the edge of my seat. It is really really good warrior um yeah and that's that's one that i feel like when it came out there were plenty of trailers um big enough name cast um it it came out i think just before um dark knight rises but like after inception so like tom hardy people knew that name um but uh yeah that's one um 
I feel like enough people heard of it, heard about it, but at this point, no one's talking about it, and it's it's a really really good sports movie. Um, so yeah. Um, Next question. A movie I love. Ooh, so many, so so many. Um, do you want me to go first? Do you want to go first? Um, I will go first. Um, I ha- I love so many movies. Yeah. But one that always pops up first on my list is What's Up, Doc? 70s Barbara Streisand. Just so chaotic and funny and wholesome and hilarious. Um, this is also an underrated one, I feel like, because every time I bring it up, people are like, oh, I've never heard of that. I would put that on that, like, that category of movies no one's heard of. Yeah. I adore that movie. If I'm in a bad mood, that movie will instantly make it better. It's just so good. It's also one of those really impressive movies that I have now seen so many times. Oh, yeah. Hundreds of times. Okay, not hundreds, but dozens of times. And there are still times when either I will notice something or someone else will be like, Oh my gosh, it's so funny how he keeps taking golf clubs out of the bag or something. And I'll randomly just, wait, what? And I'll have to rewind. And I'm like, how have I never noticed that? That is brilliant. It's also a movie that we quote all the time. All the time. So constantly. Yeah. Um, that's that's a really, really good one. And, and funny, funny enough, I can't think of another Barbara Streisand movie I've seen, let alone liked like yeah i think she her movies were a little bit before our time yeah like i wouldn't consider myself a big barbara streisand fan but she is front and center on one of my favorite comedies of all time yeah another one i love is the proposal okay yeah with sandra bullock and ryan Reynolds. reynolds um betty white oh she's so good in that movie my turn for one mm-hmm. all right um the one that always, whenever people say, like, what's your favorite movie? It's, I, it's probably not my favorite movie, but as soon as you ask favorite movie, it is the first person in line. It is the first one my brain goes to. The live action Speed Racer. The Wachowskis oh, it's so good. Speed Racer film. Oh my gosh. That, that is... I would say bar none, no doubt in my mind, that is the Wachowskis' best film to date. That is their magnum opus. Unless they are making a sequel to Speed Racer, they there's no hope that they were, will ever outdo themselves. Like, it, it is so beautiful. If you've never seen it, it's because you're dumb. I, like, <laughs> Dallas' is love for this opinion? movie. Yeah. His love for this movie runs so deep. It's so he deep. would not let me watch the live action Speed Racer until we'd been married for probably three years. Yeah, it's... because he could not handle the possibility of me potentially not loving that movie, and it would have crushed his soul if I did not love it. So he finally, like, hesitantly very hesitantly had me watch speed racer about a year ago yeah and i'm pretty sure i straight up said if you don't like it just don't tell me (laughs) yeah you did (laughs) yeah 
It's it's beautiful in every way. Like it, I don't think our marriage could have handled no. me not liking Speed Racer. No. If if like yeah, there's there's no one on this earth. If they were to be like that movie sucks, I couldn't keep respecting them on the same level. Um, but yeah, we, when I meet someone who has seen Speed Racer and they're like, oh yeah. Speed Racer is a masterpiece. I'm like, who is this person? I, I need to get to know them. I need to be friends with them because they have one of the best opinions people can have. Like, it's it's a magical film, and it reminds me every time I re-watch it the potential that movies have to just captivate your soul. It's, oh my gosh. It is what movies should always aim to be like the level of magic that the Wachowskis just harnessed and wrestled and and freaking oh it's so good <laughs> like they it's like they wrestled a dragon and by the end it's it's like a docile pet of theirs like they did it (laughs) so masterfully it's insane um and if by some ludicrous miracle anyone ever listens to this podcast that worked on that movie i owe you my thanks like holy shit (laughs) um yeah there there are several questions that are still to come, I'm going to have to bring this back up. <laughs> so, I'll, I'll, It does yeah. segue nicely into our next question, though. Okay. Do you not have any other uh, movies you love? I mean, I do, okay. but they'll come up later. Okay. Cool, cool. Um, movie I could watch on repeat. Just to get it out of the way, the Wachowski Speed Racer. <laughs> <laughs> I have three on this list that I'll just go through super quick. Okay. Pitch Perfect, mm-hmm. Miss Congeniality, and mm-hmm. Legally Blonde. Okay. Every time I'm sick or just in bed for the day, those three movies are definitely getting played. Yeah. Um, for me, uh, I, I, this is a weird list of films. Um, Yours is so weird. Yeah. Um, there are certain movies that I, I, I feel like there's just this threshold where once I've seen a movie like three or four times... Suddenly, my brain—it's—it's it's kind of like the way your comfort movies are bizarre. Yeah, it's the same way people uh, work with like The Office and the way we work with New Girl. Like, you can just always put it on in the background. If you just watched this yesterday, I'm still down to rewatch it again today. Um, just kind of going through fast as I can, fast as I can remember them. Uh, first John Wick movie, um, Star Wars Episode Seven, uh, Force Awakens, um, like that. It, it's so fun. Um, I know a lot of people just hate everything about the sequels. Um, I have a lot of problems with them, but I think um, none of those problems arise from Force Awakens. I think that movie's pretty damn perfect. Um, next up, Mad Max Fury Road. Uh, that's similar to uh, What's Up, Doc. There are still times, I've seen it so many times, and I'll still um, notice tiny, minute details. It shocks me to my core. Um, yeah, the fact that uh, George Miller was was capable of that at such an old age is blows my freaking mind. Um, 
uh, 13 hours, The Secret Soldiers of Benghazi, um, the movie that uh, uh, John Krasinski got jacked for. Um, one of the best war movies I've ever seen. Um, and it's, it's not nearly as hard to watch as a lot of them. Um, so yeah, seen that so many times. Uh, weirdly enough, um, Stardust. Love Stardust. I could watch Stardust constantly forever. A um, lot of comedies, obviously. Step Brothers, love it. Um, seen that a bunch of times. Every time I rewatch it, it seems like there's at least one line that I'm, I feel like I'm hearing for the first time. It's the funniest thing I've ever heard. Um, same with, I don't know, Bridesmaids, uh, MacGruber. Oh my gosh, that's, that's a movie like no one heard about and it is one of the funniest films I've ever seen. Um, it is relentlessly funny on a level that, that few films even aim for, much less achieve. Um, but uh, yeah, um, other movies I can just rewatch forever. Um, this is a big one. Um, most of the Marvel Universe, with an emphasis on, I would say, um, the second two Captain Americas, Winter Soldier and Civil War, mm -hmm. um, as well as probably all three of Tom Holland's Spider-Man films. Mm -hmm. um, uh, yeah, so especially those, what, five films, but again, literally any Marvel movie, I'm always down to revisit. Um, and then I guess um, uh, in, in addition to that, um, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, so, so good. Um, pretty much a, a perfect Spider-Man film. Um, oh, okay. This, this is one that I can always rewatch, and it's, it's tragically underrated, and I think it is so freaking good in so many ways. Batman versus Superman, Dawn of Justice. Like, it, I mean, obviously, the ultimate edition. Um, I, I recognize that uh, theatrical had some problems, but ultimate edition, when you're really just looking at um, movies that uh, that's how they played out in... Zack Snyder's head instead of what the studio forced him to release. Yeah, the dude has vision. Um, and I was I was really happy with Man of Steel. I thought uh, Batman vs. Superman was even better. And then I thought Justice League, um, his Zack Snyder's, Zack Snyder's Justice League, was even better. Um, but yeah, I, I really, really love so much that feels straight out of the comics. And that every time he... he diverts from from the source material um i think that's that's a, a really interesting intriguing um take on on different characters um so yeah i would say that's probably there's there's probably i'm also more. gonna throw tangled on my list as well oh yeah yeah um it's funny there's uh there's like a fun opposite to this list of like movies i've only seen a few times I love them, but I just can't put myself back there again. Like, mm -hmm. um, cause, uh, yeah, Tangled is great. Toy Story 4, I've still only ever seen once because that was such, like, my emotions were just right there. Like, I, I can't do it again. Um, same with Inside Out, um, and several other movies. But, uh, yeah. Um, what's I, a movie that made you fall in love with movies? Oh. Oh my gosh. I can't think of one for this. Really? Mm, okay. Um, 
yeah, for me, this is mostly like spectacle films. Um, but again, Speed Racer. I, I remember um, I saw this movie alone. I didn't go with parents. I didn't go with friends. I just, I went and saw it alone. And I was just sitting in this theater just captivated absolutely jaw on the floor with how in love with that movie I fell um and I I knew it was it was going to be my one of my favorite films of all time before the credits rolled it was one of those like in the moment I knew um uh Star Wars like how could that's that's one that I was I was raised on um you yeah uh before i could talk i i loved the sounds the 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 music the characters the sights all of that stuff um and then i turned six and phantom menace came out and suddenly like this this movie that i was a huge fan of but i it was it always felt like it belonged to someone else um because, you know, I, there, there was never a time before I turned six where I was like, hey, have you guys ever seen this Star Wars movie? I'm always talking to adults, and they're like, yeah, I saw that in theaters, idiot. <laughs> like, I was 12 when that came out. It was, it's, it was the greatest day of my life. And I was like, oh, wow, yeah, I'm pretty much just finding out about it. And all of a sudden, episode one came out, and it was like, hey, guys, have you seen it? And they're like, yeah, I just saw it this weekend. I'm like, so did I. And it, it was just crazy. And, like... Six-year-old Dallas was having these conversations with people? I mean, I... Was I talking about Phantom Menace when it came out? Yeah, I would not shut up. Um, and then, and there was so much hype back then around Star Wars. Um, I mean, I'm sure it was even greater back in uh, 77, 80, and 83. But, um, like, watching Phantom Menace and then playing Speed Ra- or uh, uh, playing the pod racing video game and like everyone had their own favorite racer and stuff. And so uh, there were certain people who were like, you play with Mars Guo. Mars Guo sucks. I'm playing with Sebulba. Oh yeah. Well, this guy's playing with, um, you know, whoever. And it was just, and then having your different favorite planets and stuff. And then three years later, we get uh, episode two, and there's even more lore to fall in love with. And then uh, the Battlefront video games come out, and then you can, like, play through the battles you've been watching on screen. And it was, oh, my gosh. Falling in love with Star Wars was so fun, and it's so difficult nowadays to explain to people, like, to show them a movie and have them be like, uh, the dialogue is not that good, or the way they talk about sand in this movie kind of sucks. And you're like, yeah, that none of that matters. Like, the, the story this movie's telling is so, like, less important than just the lore and the universe it's building. And, and you can never just take someone back and be like, okay, watch episode one, cool. Did you love it? Cool. Now I need you to spend three years wanting every t-shirt you see with Anakin's face on it. Then three years later, be like, all right, watch episode two. Now here's an N64. I need you to play through these four games. <laughs> like, you can't replicate that. And and so I feel like whenever people are like, yeah, I had never seen a Star Wars movie. And then my husband forced me to watch all of them, like, last month. Star Wars sucks. I get where you're coming from. 
because you didn't grow up on it. It's, it's such a difficult thing to explain, to replicate, to, to get people to understand. It's next to impossible. But if you were there at the right time, it wasn't life changing, it was life forming. It, you would build your life around it and you were happy with it. And yeah, it's, it's insane. Like, yeah, Star Wars is definitely one that made me fall in love with movies. And the next question is movie that changed my life. So you kind of also answered that yeah, question with yeah. Star Wars. Um, sorry, like to go back, <laughs> there are other movies. Like um, movies to fall in love with. Uh, the first time, it gets such a bad rap these days. And I always hate meeting these people. James Cameron's Avatar. You guys. Like, it, if you don't like Avatar, you probably didn't see it. IMAX 3D opening night. Like, I was there at in Hall H at San Diego Comic-Con when they showed the first footage. I was there opening night, IMAX 3D. I, like, it, it took me to a new world and Pandora for like two and a half hours was fucking real. Pandora existed and James Cameron took me there and it was insane and it was amazing and then someone pointed out that it was the same story as Pocahontas and Dances with Wolves and I didn't care and then I figured out it was also similar to Fern Gully so I had even more reason to bash it because I knew even more movies it was similar to and I still loved it more than anyone else. At, oh my gosh. And I remember when they first showed the trailer for Avatar 2 um, attached oh, to so Top Gun good. Maverick. I cried. Like, I cannot wait to go back to that place. Um, it's, it's such a spectacle film. It's one of those movies that, like, you can just... The more you let yourself get into the movie, the more you get out of that movie. It's really, really a magical film. Um, another one um, in that same concept that all of a sudden I realized I was, I, I was unaware that I as a human being was in a theater. Uh, opening night of um, Interstellar. Christopher Nolan's Interstellar. Um, we were at the AMC 16 in Burbank. We were at their AMC Prime theater screen. And uh, it was that was the first theater I knew of that had luxury seats. But their luxury seats had a subwoofer built into every single seat. And you probably are at least somewhat aware the sound in Interstellar is intense. And there's a moment where they're... Uh, shooting through this wormhole, um, the ship is shaking. The the um, you know it's it's IMAX, it's three D, it's everything that I can see, and it's everything I can hear. And then the subwoofer is so strong that it's shaking the chair, so it makes me feel like I'm shaking because of the ship on screen, not because of the sound. And I remember there was just this moment where every one of my senses. Christopher Nolan had full control over all of it. 
obviously not smell and taste, whatever. Um, but <laughs> it it was so immersive. It I got really emotional over that, and it was it was the kind of thing when I question whether or not I should see whatever the new big deal movie is like do I want to go see that in theaters or should I just wait to see it when it comes out on DVD or streaming or whatever if it's a big enough movie my brain kind of whispers like well there's a chance you could have another interstellar moment and I'm like yeah let's see that in in theaters because if it sucks but it gives me an experience a fraction of that it'll still be a really awesome experience. And so, yeah, that was that was kind of a life-changing moment for me was Interstellar. Okay. Yeah. Um, this one is one I'm I'm very curious on your answer. Uh, guilty pleasure. Oof. I can Oof. go first if you need some time. Oof. Um, <laughs> yeah, if, if you have one, shoot. So most of my guilty pleasures are actually more like nostalgia movies that I go back to from my childhood that are actually pretty shitty movies, but I loved them growing up. Um, The Mary-Kate and Ashley movies, loved. Okay. All of them. It Takes Two, Passport to Paris, the one where they're in Australia. I don't remember what it's called. Um, Also, Dunstan Checks In. I adore that movie. It's so bad, but I watched it so often as a kid that, like, I just love it. And, yeah, so my guilty pleasures are definitely the shitty childhood movies from the 90s. Okay, yeah. Um, Let's see. For me, it's probably, like, um, probably shitty action. Um, Okay. I, I, every time they make another one, I'm always going to be there to see the next uh, Fast and the Furious movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm always going to be there to see the new Transformers movie. Um, and lately they both suck. Um, I mean, which, funny enough, I feel like with a lot of... Um, like, there's a point where people will be like, yep, I'm done with Transformers. It, it sucked after this point. Or I'm done with Fast and the Furious. It sucked after this point. I'm kind of one of those people that's like, eh. I can still stomach it for, like, two more movies after you. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, I I would say uh, Fate of the Furious is... um, Oh, that movie is rough. Yeah, Fate of the Furious sucked. Um, F9, though, was... F9 was, like, got to a tragic point. F9 was fun because it was self-aware. Yeah. I mean... Yeah. Um... Yeah, Fate just really was stupid. Um, but, uh, and Fate came out after Furious 7, and Furious 7 was Mark, uh, no. Paul Walker? Paul Walker's send-off. Um, and that was, that felt like a really, really good ending to a series, and then they just kept going, and they... They haven't made anything better since then. Um, but uh, I, I will say, I think Fast and the Furious 1 is a really, like, legitimately good movie. Fast 5 is also an actually good movie, if you're really giving it the time of day. Um, with that said, it does struggle because you can't just watch 
Fast Five without having seen mm-hmm. certain movies that came before. Um, and then with the Transformers movies, Transformers 1, I think, is legitimately an enjoyable film. Um, and I think uh, um, Transformers 3, Dark of the Moon, is, uh, is a legitimately impressive film. Um, and then after that, uh, Bumblebee was pretty good. And I'm excited to see uh, what um, Etch-a-Sketching your story a little bit leads to. Um, Because, yeah, Bumblebee, for those people who haven't seen it and don't care, um, Bumblebee kind of uh, undoes some of the established rules of the universe, um, which it it kind of only contradicts the stupid ideas. So, yeah. Um, Other guilty pleasures. Um, I've only seen it once. But uh, Piranha 3D was so stupid and so, so fun. Um, Loved it. I feel like other guilty pleasures of yours also include the Twilight series. Ooh. Ooh. Though, yeah. I feel like that's an ironic love. Um, Up to a point. There are some, some... strangely legit fiery scenes in those um the the, pretty much the entire climax of the final film breaking dawn part two um it's it's easy to judge from an outsider's perspective but hottest of dams the fact that they did that holy shit and anyone who's seen the scene agrees with me right now if you've seen that scene and you didn't lose your shit you 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 didn't understand what was happening is what happened so um yeah all right everybody that's gonna wrap things up for the first part of the questions episode tune in next week for the second half of the questions don't forget to subscribe and share our podcast with your fellow movie loving friends take care and have a great day